Welcome to Coffee in the Swarm, a Project Zion podcast production coming to you from Lamoni, Iowa, campus of Graceland University. The Swarm is our on-campus restaurant in the Newcomb Student Union. This year, this podcast is being co-hosted by student chaplain Julie Wheaton and myself, Mike Hoffman, the campus minister. It's where we interview students at Graceland who are connected to Community of Christ. Julie, how are you today and what can you tell us about our guest today? I'm doing good. A little tired today, really, but uh, my 9 a.m. got canceled, so I got to sleep in a little bit. Yeah, and Maybe. we're not too far from finals. Right. So, <laughs> yes. so yeah. Um. So today's guest is Addison Cole, and what's your major, Addison? Okay, so um, hi, I'm Addison, like Julie said. Um, I'm business administration um, and accounting with a minor in social change, and um also do like other stuff on the side that isn't part of my major so like orchestra and choir and stuff like that cool very cool so and you are in your first year here at yes Grisland. yes okay. i'm a freshman so what what instrument do you play in orchestra i play the cello oh yes i love I the that. cello i do too it's uh it's it's the best I, it's it, the best it, it always sounds like a human voice to that's me. It, that's what it's it's, it's like the to closest me? to the human voice range so that's why oh. it's like it's yeah. like the most like I don't know rich yeah. of the yeah. orchestra instruments. So actually, I play the cello, and then my twin sister Audrey plays the violin. Oh, makes sense. And then my middle sister Cassandra plays the viola, and my oldest plays the cello. Not the cello, sorry, the violin. Okay. <laughs> that was my mom's doing because it's a full quartet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So then every time it's like Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Everyone's wow. like, yeah. That, that's really very cool yeah um, yeah we, like instrument age and we expressed interest my mom was like okay great who's playing violin <laughs> there was no question about oh, no. everything <laughs> and you're all sisters right yes yeah so if you had a, a a brother he'd have to play the trombone or something yeah my, my dad was trumpet but oh yeah. he's just guessing yeah. it so yeah she's very my mom is very musical she was a flute major so like music has been her whole life mm-hmm. like she's just and her, my, like, um, my papa was uh, a music professor at a college, and, like, he's done, like, opera and stuff like uh-huh. that. So just very, very musically inclined. So whenever we we started, you know, expressing interest, she was like, great, let's start now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So where are you from? I mean, um, that might be good yeah. to know, <laughs> I'm from, too. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Um, I was just there, and it's so nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Y'all were up for When you say it was... Yeah. Oh. We 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 stopped in San Antonio for um spring break. Oh, we went to okay. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. We like, spent a night down there, and it's so pretty. Yeah, yeah. Fort okay. Fort A is the nice. It's like two hours away from my house. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Like we had seen. What are you calling it? It's Fort, Fort A. Fort A. It's like one of the Fort Aransas. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that's like only two hours away from my house. We don't go there very often, but like. A lot of times, if it was like like we had senior skiff day, yeah. it's like that's a thing that you can do in one day. That's like an outing. So like me and my friends, we went down there for a day. Yeah, I honestly like four days, like two hours from my house, mm-hmm. so that's like the closest like nice beach. Yeah. But my grandparents live in Los Fresnos, which is like um, probably four to five hours south from where we live in San Antonio, Texas. 
but they're only an hour south, um, with hour away from South Padre Island. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which is like the very very edge. Yeah, and that's like a really that's the that's the beach that I went to because yeah. I would always be there for like the entire summer. That's like where my entire extended family lives. So South is really pretty too. I've been um, there. As oh, well. it's me too. Amazing. Me too. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah, that's very cool. It's like where my dad grew up. Was, he yeah. only lived an hour away, so he'd be like, "Oh yeah, we just take weekend trips all the time out there." Like. His prom night, they just all went out to the beach. I was like, "That's so cool!" Yeah, yeah. And I and I I think I told you, but I have a family connection to uh, Bandera County, Texas. Mm-hmm. I have a great great grandfather that was the first sheriff of Bandera mm-hmm. County. So, you know, maybe we are related somewhere back. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, <laughs> many connections. I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah, very good. Yeah, all right. So what was it like? Like, how was your church life there, like, in San Antonio? It was really good. So I'm, um, the congregation that I went to was the Shenandoah congregation, which is the one in San Antonio. So um, I was, it was mostly me, my sister's. And then the ferals were the yeah. youth. Other than that, there's oh. like a good 50 age, yeah. 50, 50 year age gap between yeah. everybody else. So I get that. But at the same time, I just had like so many grandparents at that point, like, <laughs> Yeah, there is an advantage to that. No, graduation, graduation, yes, exactly. I had like a separate graduation party just with like the people from my church, and it's just hundred dollars. I know, I know. (laughs) They're they're so sweet, though. Yes, yes. I still keep up to date with them, but it was really good. So my dad was the pastor the entire time I grew up there. Okay. Um. So a lot of um staying there later, you know, weekend work work days stuff like that. But it was really, really good overall, and I, I loved the community. Um, I also, like, especially saw a big change during COVID in our church. Um, but, like, in a, in, a, in a really good way because a lot of churches had to shut down, and they were, like, figuring out how to do that. And my dad, um, he's just kind of the type of person that, like, if there's a problem, he will just work at it from every angle till he figures it out. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's just like, yeah, I just kind of, like, went and tried these 27 things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Okay, like he just always finds a solution. Yeah. So he worked really, really hard to get within within the week of it shutting down. We had online services, mm-hmm. um, and those originally started just like out of our living room, yeah. like stuff like that. But then it started. Um, we started like building different, I don't know, like um, foundations for okay. it. Okay. So uh, he got a tech team with like people, and okay. so we would have a weekly slideshow. Um, and they'd be operating that they'd be operating how to do like spotlight people, okay. they'd mute people, they'd work on getting the transitions down. We'd have um Zoom calls every Saturday at um I think it was three o'clock where we would practice for the service. It was oh, okay. like just thirty minutes of like practicing transitions and getting everything put together. Mm-hmm. Um and then we in order to get um hymns to work, because that was something that was like once that was gone, it yeah. like, it really affected yeah. everybody. So we ended up finding that it was better if we had recorded hymns. Mm-hmm. So we recorded them and we had a trailer in our backyard. And so it was like every Friday night, it would be like, okay, these are the five hymns we have to record before the service on Sunday. And, and then over time, I mean, we recorded like, I don't know, close to 
400 hymns that are just wow. like saved on our phone. Okay. Yeah. And so then by so so a group of you from your family would go out it was, there. Yeah, it's just all six of us. Just all six of you, and well, you'd go. Yeah. That way, when people, I mean, I assume people would maybe sing along. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So at least then. Yeah. Yeah. And then since it was more than just one voice singing, it sounded like you were singing with more yeah. of a congregation. So we started doing that. So I just have like my entire like um audio mm-hmm. thing is just like that or I'll get texts from my parents sometimes being like can you check if you have this hymn <laughs> and then we like uploaded them onto a database so that now it's all filed so oh. we don't even have to record hymns anymore because we have like almost all of them yeah recorded. yeah and so we even we even figured out that apparently some of the other churches up north started like Using yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. So we're like, oh, that's cool. I yeah. know. Actually, we've we, we've done that some here at Graceland. Uh-huh. We've used another church's, yeah. you know, recording. So, so, uh, so we call it our, our coal choir, and that's what we would do on Friday night. A coal choir. Yeah. Wow. But we found cool. that the, the trailer had the best, like, sound, mm-hmm. and we'd play around with, like, we'd record the beginning and be like, oh, that was too loud. Let's turn it down. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. So my dad worked really hard to get a platform for that. And then... um. So church services have been running really smoothly and he's still, it's now like back, mixed. Back in, oh, it's mixed. Okay, yeah. So. And, and he's like fully intending that it's going to be like, we're going to have online as an option, especially with our older congregation. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't feel comfortable coming in person, yeah. understandably. So well, COVID's not really completely over. Yeah. No, but, yeah, I mean, no, I, you that's know, so that's, that's, that's really nice. Yeah. That's good that, you know, they would, you, yeah. your family would think about the older people yeah. and take care of them. They so. have like the, the cameras that they have so we have like probably four or five cameras set up around okay. and they're all just like our old iphone fives that have been sitting that's in the drawer, funny. You know? yeah gosh what a good use of yeah I, wow i hadn't even thought about that yeah so we just have like a, that's why yeah. we have the transitions and stuff it'll be like oh we're gonna use camera three at this point and camera two at this point it's just because my dad works really hard to get that stuff yeah. thought out and um and then the Very last cool. thing that we did to like more of like build community or where like we couldn't see each other over covid was we did Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. It was every other week. It was either just open chats with um, the anyone who wanted to join, or we did, me and Audrey would host game nights. Um, so we had to find ways to do games that weren't, even just like putting a link in the chat was a little too tech savvy for some <laughs> people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we did like games that all you had to do was like, tell us what you like. I yeah, just say something. Yeah, yeah. to like, Jeopardy or okay. yeah. um I think one of the favorites was Sparkle. So yeah. <laughs> just stuff like that. So now me and Audrey also have like a database where it's like we can we have like six or seven games at the yeah. ready at all times, just like on our phones that we're like, we can just put this on the screen if y'all want. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really glad you've told us this because I think we could use you in campus ministries <laughs> music and games and so I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What brought you to Graceland? I mean, you mentioned your parents. Did they go to Graceland? Oh, uh, my dad did. Your dad did. Okay. Yeah. Is that why you're here? Because you're mm-hmm. dad? Or I'm not here because he was here. Okay. It more put Graceland on my radar. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. So yeah. did you go to spec? Um, I was spec my freshman year. And then my sophomore and junior year, it was shut down for COVID. Oh, yeah. And then we were going to come back this year, but three days before, Audrey tested positive for COVID. Oh. And we didn't want to get anybody sick. Yeah. So... We were all signed up and everything, but we had to cancel. Yeah, sure. So, um, I did get one year, but um, well, my sister went and she got COVID from Spec. Well, Audrey got it from camps. Yeah. So, so. yeah. Bandera did not. 
favor very good this year at camp. So there was, there was a lot of COVID, but um, I trust it was pretty mild though, or um, in most cases. In most cases, it was my my parents specifically actually got it pretty bad. Oh. They they my dad was sick with a fever for about three weeks, oh, um, no. and after I'm that, I mean, that. You, yeah, they had lasting COVID for a couple months, but. At the same time, it was like it was it wasn't fun because we we were all like quarantining, separated from each other and yes. my family for like. Yeah. It well, that's before you there. started this year, right? Yes. Had, okay. Yeah, that okay. was over the summer. Over the summer, the summer be- before this year. Yeah. Okay. So there was about a month period where like I just didn't see my parents because yeah. we couldn't, yeah, no, right. yeah. couldn't get close to them, or like because Audrey had it, we didn't want to re-expose yes. them, yeah. and we were pretty sure she had a different strain, so it was it was it was a mess. Oh, wow. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was also like one of those that um, they had been vaccinated, they'd been recently boosted, and they had such bad symptoms. And so I was like really thankful for the fact that our family had taken COVID so seriously. Like my entire junior year, I never, I never left my house. I don't think I was ever in contact with anyone for that entire year outside of my house. Um, wow. So the fact that we waited until the vaccine and we're like very safe about it and like, wiped out our groceries and you know all the extra yeah, precautions right and then they got it whenever they had the vaccine i was like thank god we took it that mm-hmm. seriously because yeah. if that was our symptoms with the vaccine i can't it, imagine it, right it, it could have been much it worse been, yeah. you know, it's so individualized yeah. like it's yeah. so different like, for certain gone people in two days and i same yeah. And, yeah. and my wife and I both got it and mm-hmm. we had very different yeah. symptoms yeah. i mean it's yeah, yeah. so it's so, yeah. yeah but um yeah, but so tell me again. <laughs> no, no, that's no, that's a great, that's great information, great story. So, what brought you to Graceland then? Yeah. I mean, it's... so um, my dad put on my map, and then I had, I've had a lot of cousins come through here. So, like Avery Danielson, if you know Avery, she was here, and um, Brian um, and Brianna came through, and so I had cousins who had gone through, and okay. my grandparents actually came here whenever it was still like a two-year college. Okay. Like a really long time ago. So you have some family yes. connections. So I have, it was on your map. Yeah. But then, but then you, you had to make a decision at some point, yeah. too. So I went to a, a really, really big high school. It was like close to 4,000 students. Wow. It was really overwhelming. And that. it was like you had to um, specialize yourself by middle school. And otherwise, you weren't really going to get anywhere. Like my sister, Cassandra, who had been playing volleyball for like five years. But it was YMCA, so it was for fun. Mm-hmm. And it was something that she enjoyed doing. And by the time she got to middle school, she, like, as an eighth grader, only got onto, like, the C team for volleyball mm-hmm. because it's, like, only club members got onto the A team for a middle school. Like, it was just that competitive. Wow. Yeah. I never really thought about how yeah. competitive. It's, you know. It was so. And I was an orchestra theater, wanted to be choir kid. I th- I did orchestra and choir in middle school, and I didn't have room in my schedule for theater. Um, but then by the time I got to high school, I really had to make a choice of I had to pick one. Yeah. So I did originally my freshman, sophomore year, I did like theater and orchestra. But even with that, they're like, you can't like you don't your your schedules are too conflicting. You have rehearsals because I had theater rehearsals till seven o'clock about every single night. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, but you need to be at this rehearsal for orchestra. I was like, I can't. And then they're like, oh, you need to practice for this. You need to, so I just. I had to specialize myself. And even with that, I got like one role because of how competitive that department yeah. was. Like, you just don't really get, you You don't, you don't really get, get a chance to no. do, do a whole lot. And I mean. that was really overwhelming for me because I just wanted to like 
you know, find out who I was, yeah. you know, just yeah, be try a little something everywhere. Yeah. And I just, I just felt very overwhelmed by that. And I, and I struggled a lot with like mental health, um, like anxiety and depression sophomore year. Um, and it's hard to do that in a big school because the teachers don't really notice you. They don't No one. It's very easy to disappear yeah. and people just it's not like, super personalized. No, yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Even the counselors are very much just like, um, they don't really pay attention to mental health at all. I know that um, suicide was something that was very, very common to hear about. I have had like a lot of friends specifically who are like, have tried and attempted just because of how overwhelming it is. Mm -hmm. And so I hated it. I hated Mm -hmm. going to a big school. I liked the opportunities gave me and stuff like that, but I knew that I wanted to go to a small college. Mm -hmm. I wanted to like, I've always had this like mindset of like, I I'm smart and I can work hard, but um, I wanted college to be the time to like find myself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want an Ivy league education. I want to just like, become the best version that I can be and then prove myself when it comes time to like yeah. and try different things yeah I mean that exactly. you couldn't do in high school yeah, exactly. I mean yeah so 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 what are you doing at Graceland that would be an example of that I mean yeah so, so well we mentioned you played the, yeah, the cello so you're I'm, in the orchestra I'm doing just like a lot of things that I don't think I would have had an opportunity otherwise so I'm doing orchestra I'm doing choir um I am doing afterglow and like Right. Singing is not like it's something that I think I found more therapeutic. Okay. So like <laughs> growing up because my mom and my sister Cassandra were so so good at singing and it was like oh. it's so beautiful to listen to. Um it was more of something that I would like watch. And um and I loved that, but then I also like because I was in such a big school there weren't opportunities to actually to sing. Perform. Yeah, right, right. right. And I had to not do choir in my high school because. Did I, you sing at church at all? I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, like a solo or things no, like. Okay, really that. I mean, more of just like, like as a member of the congregation yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like even though I'm like, I'm 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 unlearning the concept of that I have to be the best at something to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Afterglow has been that for me, where, like, every single week, I, I've I've slowly gotten to the point where, like, at the beginning, I sat down, and I was like, oh, my God, I was like, I didn't like this part, this part, and I was, like, super critical, yeah. and now I sit down with my friends afterwards, and I'm like, it could have gone better, but I, I had fun, yeah. and that's, like, something that I've really enjoyed. And, and Afterglow is our Wednesday night worship service now, which is now our um, primary worship service. Mm-hmm. We've started back having Sunday evening or afternoon worship services, but 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 Afterglow has certainly taken off this year with yeah. good attendance and mm-hmm. yeah, so it's given you a chance. That's good to know. It's given you yeah. a chance to yeah, it's been it's been really fun sing and yeah. not be perfect. That sounds yeah. critical, but yeah. I don't mean it that way. Yeah. So, so do you think that helps like describe your Graceland experience? Yeah, very much so. Like just being able to be involved in like what whatever I am excited about. So like uh, like being on um like Hoko and yeah. being able and like I I I hope to run for house president in a few mm-hmm. years and that's like something that I'm excited for mm-hmm. and like just stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just being able to be involved and like not have to be like the perfect upstanding person and being like I can make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Sure. Like it's just, we actually all do. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's like, but we, we, but like so many times we don't talk about the mistakes. Oh, so, no. yeah. So, yeah. And I was really lucky to have such a good like family to where like 
my high school time, even though school was like really, really hard, I still like had my family and we would have these fun moments together and stuff like that. So it wasn't all horrible, but it was just also this point of like being like, I want to just like be me around other people rather than just at home. Yeah. So yeah. And I feel like Graceland, I saw that whenever I came and visited and um, it just made me excited to like have a place where it's like, I feel like you get so caught up in like growing up and being like, these are what I have to do. And like, I'm a two year old at heart. And I, so I came here and they were like, Oh yeah, yeah we have these silly little games. And I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. So what do you hope to do? Like, I, I mean, I know you're just finishing your first year. So this is always a loaded question in my mind, but you know, do you have thoughts about what you want to do? Like after you graduate? I mean, and, you know, and who knows? It'll be, it'll probably change between now and yeah. the time you graduate, but you know, so sorry. actually, um, like in terms of like what I want to do after graduate, I've actually thought more about like outside of my career, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I'm totally. still figuring out what I want to do in my career. I know I'm doing something in business. I'm finding like certain things that I like, I've enjoyed economics so far and like trying to find that, but I haven't really specifically mm-hmm. chosen what I want to go into, but I have thought a lot about like what I want to do with my life outside of my career. Yeah. What's that then? That's, yeah. Um, so like <laughs> I okay, so I wanna like I probably am gonna move back to Texas just because that's where my family is and I really sure. want to be close to them. Yeah. Um in terms of like wanting to have a family, I I want to adopt. Like that's just something that I've always been like mm-hmm. more inclined to being interested in. Um adoptee right here. <laughs> and just stuff like that. And then like this is super silly, but like me and my friends have already like made plans that are like half jokes, but half completely serious mm-hmm. about retiring. Oh yeah. Like what we want to do. Yeah. Like what, when you're 25 or something? <laughs> <laughs> so we all like talked about it and like, and my sister Cassandra <laughs> and Miranda and like their friends and we're like, we're getting a, we're getting a farm together. And we're, <laughs> oh, like, I see. Yeah. They're going to be in charge of, I'm going to be in charge of like the weird animals. I want to <laughs> take care of like the raccoons that are found. Yeah. Before, and okay. I'll be like, I'll take care of you. Like, a that's farm me. with raccoons. Yeah. yeah. And so then like other friends were like, I'll do the meals. Cassandra's going to do the music. Other people were like, I'll do the flower beds and like the yeah. gardening. Like just, we've talked a lot about, I've thought a lot about my future, but more in like, the broad sense yeah okay yeah it's totally fine i mean that's that makes sense yeah so uh what are your hopes for community of christ in the future i guess um i have really enjoyed like seeing how um accepting they've been in comparison to a lot of other christian churches um so i actually have had this talk several times with like Audrey and stuff where I um often felt like I had to hide my religion because Mm. of all of my theater friends like theater friends were um a lot of them were LGBTQ community I'm LGBTQ community and so a lot of them grew up in Texas churches and experienced a lot of religious trauma like that was just like an overarching thing with like most of the people that I knew were like, my parents did this to me, this to me, this to me. Yeah. And so I just felt like I had to hide it. Yeah. And, um, and not to, and I've never been one to like 
you know, be super like loud about it. Like I've just been like, this is just, this is for me. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think uh, then I started to realize that like, I can do my part within my religion to like, make sure that that's not others experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I like, whenever I tell people about the fact that like our church is accepting of LGBTQ yeah. community and has women in the surprise and they're always shocked or like specifically the fact that um as like three sisters and me all of us are part of the lgbtq community um and our dad's a pastor and so people hear that and they're like oh my gosh are you okay and i'm like my dad's great yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think that catches people off guard and so i've enjoyed seeing that and i think in terms of the future just like being more like loud about it just being like Mm -hmm. there there is a community if you are looking for it Mm -hmm. like you will find a place and I think that for a lot of um, marginalized communities or um, oppressed groups community of Christ can be that place it's just more of like continuing to work on destigmatizing and like and then for our part working destigmatize but then also just being more like these are our like instead of being like oh like we're accepting like whispering just like loud about yeah. it yeah you know being yeah. like no seriously yeah we are here for you if you need it yeah so yeah that, those would be more of my hopes yeah is there anything else you'd like to share with us I have no we idea. did talk a lot. No, I don't think so. Top of my head. Okay. Thank you so much for spending yeah. time with us. So that wraps things up for this episode of Coffee in the Swarm. Thanks for listening. This is Julie. And Mike signing off until next time. Mm-hmm.